Hey, welcome to the Inez Says Podcast number four. Um, I promised you in the very first podcast that I would shoot straight on the hot button issues of the day, and there is no hotter an issue right now than race, and in particular, the police shootings and killings of black people in the latest shooting, and, and I'm sure you've seen the video by now. Jacob Blake, a 29-year-old, shot several times in the back, as he attempted to enter a car where his three kids were seated. His family says he is now paralyzed from the waist down. Doctors apparently do not yet know if the paralysis is permanent. This shooting has led to more riots, more protests there in Kenosha, Wisconsin this week and other cities across the U.S. during a summer in which these riots never seem to stop. I want to play for you right now. As much as I can, uh, a quote from Los Angeles Clipper head coach Doc Rivers. Doc is a former Magic head coach. I know Doc. I like Doc. He's always been a straightforward guy with me. But anyway, earlier this week before a game, Doc commented on the topic of police brutality of blacks in America. What stands out to me is um, just just watching the Republican revenge, uh, convention and this they're spewing this fear, right? Like... All you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung. We've been shot. And all you do is keep hearing about fear. It's. It's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. And it's just, it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color, you know, it's just really sad. We got to do better, uh, but we got to demand better. Like we got, you know, it's, it's funny. We protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force, the unions, have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. So that's a very emotional, uh, impassioned plea from Doc Rivers again. I have nothing but respect and admiration for Doc the coach, for, for Doc the person, okay? We got to be careful here with this broad brush. And I know that NBA players now are talking about the boycotting or potential boycotting of playoff games in the wake of the shooting there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. We've got to be very, very careful about what we're doing here. here. Here's what I want to do, because I think it's it's very important to present the facts. Most of us have seen the video of Jacob Blake being shot by police. Videos like that are extremely visceral. 
They are disturbing. They are shocking. They stick with you. But I want to stick with the facts here, okay? Who is Jacob Blake? I, I read where Jacob Blake's family has a long history of community activism there in that Kenosha uh, community. His grandfather was a pastor at a church there. Uh, he's, a, he's been a local leader. His brother continued that tradition of public service and volunteered with Black Urban Recycling, which is basically a, a charity that collects aluminum cans and recycles them to raise funds for a community center there in Chicago, Illinois. Sticking with the facts. Court records show there was an active arrest warrant against Jacob Blake at the time of that shooting related to charges of sexual assault, trespassing, and disorderly conduct. Still unclear if police were aware of this at the time of the shooting. Also unclear as to why officers responded to that reported domestic incident at 5.11 p.m. local time on, on that Sunday. Now, witnesses say that Blake was trying to break up a fight between two women. We don't know whether that's true or not. It's unclear what happened in the moments before the video. Some of the witnesses have told police or, or, or told reporters that police used a taser and wrestled with Jacob Blake before the shooting, but again, unconfirmed. Now, CNN was reporting that this guy, uh, Rayshon White, looked out his window. He saw police putting Blake in a headlock, punching him in the ribs, tugging on his arm and tasing him. And this guy, Rayshon White, also filmed it. He, he was responsible for that taping that we have seen, the video that we have seen. He filmed Blake rounding the SUV with the two police officers tailing him, one of them with a gun trained on his back. Now, the video shows uh, Jacob Blake opening the driver's door. He tried to get into the vehicle for whatever reason. Three of his sons were in the back seat at the time. One of the officers, the one in front, pulled Blake's shirt, then shot him in the back, according to the video. And witnesses uh, say they heard at least seven gunshots ring out. Look, the death of George Floyd which was depicted on that very disturbing video several months ago, that was cut and dry for me. I mean, for, for that officer to lean on George Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes, again, I don't care if the guy was resisting arrest. I don't care if he was on drugs. I don't care. Good guy, bad guy, didn't matter. Nine minutes was excessive and totally unnecessary. Nine minutes, okay? Let's be careful, though. Let's be careful in this instance to equate this video with the George Floyd video. We're all emotional right now. You heard it in Doc Rivers' voice just a few moments ago on his podcast. We're all emotional. Um, and, and I think we are at a tipping point in this country. But we again, we got to be careful here. I will say this. If Mr. Blake was shot seven times, if Jacob Blake was shot seven times, as has been reported, that is undoubtedly excessive. The thing I keep coming back to when I watch this video over and over and over again, the thing I keep coming back to is the part where the policemen are following Mr. Blake around the car to the driver's side of the car. You have to assume at that particular point with all of these policemen following Jacob Blake, you have to assume that they are telling Blake, and you really don't get to hear this in the audio, but you have to assume that they're telling Blake to stop whatever he's doing, to yield, if you will. 
you have to assume that. Stop. Don't get into that car with those three kids. But And, and we also, we, we don't know this. We don't know what was in that car. We know the three kids were in the car, and I can't imagine those three kids and, and, and seeing that and, and what their life is going to be like in the future. But what else was in that car? Look, I have no police training whatsoever, but I got to tell you, it could have been a gun. It could have been a knife. Reports are unclear right now. I'm not quite sure why we have not heard about a potential weapon in that vehicle or not. I, I certainly hope that that information is not being withheld because the potential for a weapon in that car certainly alters the narrative here. Look, if, if the police guns drawn are following me, God forbid, if they're following me, yelling at me to, to yield, to stop what I'm doing, I... I'm listening and I'm responding to their comments. I'm doing whatever they say. And once he gets into the car, that's when police open fire and he shot several times. Those are the facts that we know so far in this story. I feel so badly for Jacob Blake. I feel badly for that family. I feel badly for those kids who witnessed the incident. I feel badly for those officers who were put in a very difficult position. And I'm sure with all the scrutiny and the pressure and where we are in terms of our emotions, put these people on edge. I'm sure there is a, a, a heightened nervousness, a heightened skittishness that sets in with all law enforcement officers out there in America right now. But look, going back to the Doc Rivers comment, we got to be careful here. And I know that NBA players are talking about boycotting playoff games. We've got to have more information. Okay, we've got to have more information. This is not George Floyd, okay? This is not George Floyd cut and dry where that officer knelt on a man's neck for nearly nine minutes. It's not George Floyd. This situation is nuanced here. And I realize that we don't do nuance really well in America today. It's either black or white. There's no in between. There's no gray area. We want the meat on the bone. We don't want nuance. There's, there's some nuance here. The rioters, the Black Lives Matter slash Antifa people who have used this opportunity and every opportunity they get to turn America on its ear. They're doing so in Kenosha, Wisconsin again, right now, they're going to riot. They're going to burn. They're going to loot. They're going to kill and do what they do. Eventually these groups need to be infiltrated and they need to be destroyed. And that's for another, Inez says podcast along the way. That's for another day. You know, there have been a number of bloody nights there in Wisconsin since the incident amidst the heightened emotion in the wake of the death of George Floyd. And now in this Jacob Blake case, I think we need to tone it down just a hair, tone down the rhetoric, turn down the emotion just a little bit and wait for more facts to come out. All right. Pod number four is in the books. I appreciate you being here. Join me next time here on the Inez Says podcast.